Hey, welcome back to Post Ups Double Feature with me, your host, Lucas Bins, and with me, as always, the Timothy Chalamet of this podcast, Luke Saunders. You're going to have a break in a minute, aren't you, Luke? Busy, Is, busy. <laughs> Is that going to be your response anytime yeah. I compete to someone? Yeah. So, today, we talked, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it a while ago on Doctor Sleep. Um, we're going to do a pod where I've seen it and Luke hasn't. And yes, that is, sir. That is today. Mm. That is today. So, we, ladies and gentlemen, jury members, we have Lucas on the bench today talking about a little movie known as The King. Yeah. Uh, Timothy from Sh- Netflix. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Before is it Chalamet a... or Chalamet? So Chalamet. <laughs> is it Chalamet, the god? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's just, just Chalamet. Sh- Chalamet. Chalamet, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, just, I, had, to, I had to check in with uh, Timothy Chalamet's biggest fan, Lucas. Um, <laughs> just cause, Love the uh, guy. He knows a lot more about Timothy than me. This is the first Timothy Chalamet movie I've seen. No, I saw that coming-of-age movie where he's in it for two seconds, Lady Bird. Ah, uh, yes. So this is really a real new experience for me with Timothy. Oh, wow. Before That's beautiful. He goes on, before he goes on his big break. That's busy, beautiful. Busy, busy man. <laughs> well, we, we all remember our first Timothy experiences, Lucas, and it's, I'm, I'm happy to break this down with you today. I really want to pick apart what you love about Timothy Chalamet. Go. Um, the first question I have on our new segment, um, Pressing question. Matters. <laughs> it will have a different name every time we do it. <laughs> How, how's the king's performance? How Timothy's? is Timothy as the king? Uh, do you think the casting was right and also... Pattinson and Ben Mendelsohn are the actors so that you are standing know, out to me. I want to know how they've been. How do you think they were cast and their performance? Okay, so we started. We'll kick off with the man, my dog, <laughs> the king, <laughs> the king, Timothy. Really, your king. The role is, I've, I think I've talked about it with people before, but when it's like a period piece of this period, yes, in, <laughs> I love this. God, in particular, like there's really only two emotions you can tap into <laughs> if you're a main character, if you're a protagonist. It's either like stoic, yes, sir, or it's like emotions, emotional stoic, which is like, yes, <laughs> sir. It's literally, there's kind of really two emotions. And Timothy, admittedly, he does a lot of facial acting that's not to do with his lines. He's, he's, he's quite good in the movie, but it's not... The character isn't necessarily super deep. He's not monologuing and stuff like that? Well, he is, but it, it's it's kind of just classic period piece protagonist. Like, there's nothing... You're not going into it saying anything more. I'll give a quick kind of synopsis on him. He is going to be the successor of his father to be king, and um, he's kind of anti what his father's done, anti-war, wants peace, etc. And, um, yeah, he's he's kind of... He's very passionate about that thing, and that is kind of his character. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Robert Pattinson, on the on the other hand, is probably one of my favorite parts of this movie. Awesome. He's really, really good in it. Really, really good. He plays such a cool villain. Like hits all the notes of a villain. A little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Really, the consequences for him don't seem drastic. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of just doing it for the sake of doing it. Mm. There's been a lot of questions, I guess, about his French accent because he has a French accent in the movie. If you mm. haven't seen the trailer. Um, I've been told it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. How, I, would, how would you rate it? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not French, but like it's it didn't cons- take away. Nah, nah. He does a consistent accent, so it's, it's yeah. not like he's bouncing between trying to do this accent. He's perfectly in the character. Whether or not the accent's good, I don't know. Right. So if anything, it could just be like how the character speaks. Ab- if absolutely. It, if it's consistent. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't fall back into British or. Is he British? Yeah, he's British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't fall back into British. He he really is this this exact accent that has clear structure about yeah. the thing. He's so scary. 
Awesome. He's really, really scary domineering. I think that it helps that he's about two feet taller than Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's literally, he stands over, like, stands over him, looks at him. Creepy dude as well. Something weird about him. I don't know. Good, awesome. good character. And, and, and the Aussie king, Ben And Ben Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn. Um, ben Mendelsohn plays King Henry before Timothy Chalamet. I think King Henry the fourth. Yep. He's kind so of, he's his dad? He's his dad, yeah, technically. Okay. And they have kind of an interesting relationship, oh. not necessarily a good one. Oh. And he's, um, Ben Mendelsohn's a bit of a douche. Yeah. But plays it really, really well. Oh, like a hundred percent, like, hateable character straight off the bat. And doesn't care, but he's also like, has quite like a powerful air about him too. Like, mm. he's like, oh, you don't want to say that. Like, uh, there's a scene that, um, where they're eating at like a dinner or something like that. And someone kind of stands up to him and the whole room's like, <gasps> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, nice. it's cool. It's cool. Anyway, so yeah, that's, that's those three characters. I was definitely going to mention Patterson in things I liked anyway, so. Awesome. Well, well, we'll get to that. One of my other questions is, how's the period setting? How... This is a very uh, period-heavy film, yeah. seeing as it takes place when exactly? Fifteenth uh, century or some shit. Sixteenth, sixteenth, I think. I something think. like that. But yeah, how, um, how how does it look? How does it feel? So it's not whether I like the setting. It's it's a, just it, how do you think the uh, the scene was set? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. The production design throughout this movie is like really, really good. Um, there's obviously quite a specific roadmap from a bunch of stuff that's already come out. That it followed, like if we're talking about faults of the movie, I guess this is kind of it does really just feel like maybe three Game of Thrones episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. So it it really has something to follow that's quite known and exists already. So it's not really necessarily taking many risks. But in saying it, super solid, super consistent. They do a couple things um, noticeably differently that I'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think they kind of nailed it. But they're in a world where it's easy to nail. So, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> Would I like it? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, I think this movie kind of is made for that market, though, if you know yeah, what I mean. People sure. who like those kind of things. But I think there's things about the movie that are definitely different and good. Awesome. Another one of the questions I have is in, in line as well with one of our other episodes of The Irishman. This is a Netflix film. Yes. Uh, does there seem to be a Netflix feel? In any way? No, def- definitely not. And I f- feel like um, that's kind of that's kind of a compliment to them and the culture they're building, I guess, right now. That well, Irishmen definitely didn't feel like it. We've talked about that, but there was a period of time where they did feel like that. Maybe Bird Box was crossing over, <laughs> <laughs> crossing over to maybe feel. I haven't seen Bird Box, so I can't comment. Yeah, me either. But it, that feels like what the start of this kind of high production mm. film era. But um, in saying that, I don't know how many people would see this movie if it wasn't a Netflix movie. Because mm. it feels like, didn't some Robin Hood movie come out a while ago with... Taron Egerton and Jamie Foxx? Yeah, and no one saw no that. No one saw that. And that had probably a more loaded cast, I'd say. There's more people... Uh, definitely a more, uh, I guess, popular... Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Not, not necessarily better, but yeah. No, just popular. Yeah. There yeah. seems to be a sort of... Um, another one that jumps out in recent history was um, Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. Oh, not, I completely forgot about not, that movie. Not something people were really taken by. But besides those two, I can't really think of many those Robin period Hood. pieces of this period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's besides true. Besides Game of Thrones. That's true. I think people probably would have seen this more than they saw the Jamie Foxx Taron... I don't know how to say that name. Edgerton or Egerton? Egerton. Yeah, one of those two. The guy who was in Kingsman. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think pro- people would probably see this just because of the Timothy Chalamet buzz yeah. or whatever. But this movie didn't 
have a great deal of marketing. And I think that's kind of a benefit to Netflix. Mm. I think you don't need as much marketing if you're running it on Netflix anyway. Mm. For sure. Like the Irishman we talked about, it doesn't need it. Like Scorsese, people are always going to see that. But it sells itself. Yeah. Definitely had less than probably a classic Scorsese movie. Not that maybe yeah. Silence didn't have much either. <laughs> yeah. Much either. But um, yeah, definitely it's a benefit. You don't have to spend as much on marketing. So I guess you have more to spend on the movie. Yeah, people probably would have still seen this, but it definitely wouldn't have generated the same buzz if it wasn't on Netflix, for sure. Because I was wondering about the Netflix feel to it, just because this is an Australian director's yes. film. Um, and I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I apologise, but I haven't actually seen his movies. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is like within his first five features. Right. So this is something that's almost very rare to mm. see an Australian director get a Netflix film of this budget mm. with this cast yep. at this stage in his career, how do you feel the direction was? And this can, I guess, bleed into if it's what you liked or disliked, but did there did there seem to be anything fresh in the direction or was it maybe a little bit Netflix and stale? Uh, well, I think, I think noticeably it maybe cut corners in a few things, but the thing is that could be the way he wanted to do it, if you know what I mean. Like there's there's not a lot of CG in this movie that I could that was noticeable, I guess. So maybe nice. it was either uh, nice. Obviously, I talked about it being similar to Game of Thrones. There isn't really any magic in this movie. This is based on like a real thing, so I didn't need many effects. Yep. And the way he did the battle scenes, I was going to talk about that and things I liked. Mm. Well, so let's, let's start. Let's jump in. Let's do it. Um, super, super raw. There's a scene where he... Um, the French army fights the English army and they... I guess we should probably say spoilers from now. I'll yeah, say it anyway. Spoilers from now. Um, and it's on a, mad, a muddy battlefield. Yeah. And the way it's kind of shot underneath everyone, mm. I've just never really seen that. I guess there's probably been similar things in recent stuff, but it's, I don't know, it, it felt really real. And mm. it kind of outlined how much of a mess these fights must have been. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's no, one, no one really wants to run in and kill each other. It's such a psychological battle. To run in and be like, I'm going to kill this person and I'm probably going to die. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of people huddling under, people fighting and people kind of occasionally swinging. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was it was super original. And that, that was probably probably the standout thing for this movie that I really, really liked. That's one thing I'm glad you brought up just in general. Um, just as a quick thing I liked to, to talk about is weather. Now, yeah. this, <laughs> this one... Is, <laughs> I love to this, talk about weather. <laughs> weather when used right, can change the whole dynamic of a scene. Mm. And I think that weather <laughs> is overlooked, and that sounds stupid. No, um, no. But what I mean is more the textures of weather. Yeah. Rain, uh, gusts, Creates mud. mood, um, definitely. Yeah, it, it, texture, it, it adds a texture to the, to the scene as well as the screen. Yeah. Um, and that's it's awesome for me to hear that because that makes me want to watch this more even now. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, that's definitely the standout of this movie. Obviously, I'll get into it and in things I didn't like, but the story, a little vanilla, I'd say. All right. Well, which we'll, is we'll we'll save that. We'll get there. Which is expected. But this this probably the production and things they do around the movie stuff like that stand out. Yeah. For so, sure. Going on with the battle scenes and the production design, are they really nice? locations and that sort of thing oh, are, we, are we inside castles where are we Lucas, so set us so for the bulk of the movie it kind of i don't think they really show a castle they have kind of big 
big open dining areas and like little huts and they're walking nice. around in those kind of farm looking streets if you know what I mean I think that's a way of describing farm it. farm looking streets they yeah, walk through you. like dirt roads and there's like a bunch of little huts around them and stuff like yeah. that and they're talking like um, someone with a cart yeah <laughs> just slowly walk actually I do I did say there wasn't much CG but there's a scene where he looks over still wasn't noticeable where he looks over um, a hill and you can kind of see the tents of another army the French army nice you can kind of see the tents and they it's so widespread and spans across basically the whole it's like a big realisation scene. They're kind of um, figuring out what they're up against. Yeah. And they send someone to look and he looks and he just sees all these tents and the massive numbers of the army. And that was that was pretty good. Like I knew it was CG because why would you do that practically? It would yeah. cost a lot more. Yeah, that that was really awesome too. Those are those are the moments um I think CG, you know, is perfect for those yeah. larger than life. Um, character moments and even yeah now the more you say it I'm gonna watch this I reckon I might watch it tonight Luke. you'll probably like it that sounds like a really cool we scene. haven't got to things I don't like yet so <laughs> yeah that's true that's true is there any else anything else that's jumping out about the things you want to talk about that you do like is, is oh, well, this... I guess I touched on it but I think I don't want to say the face acting because that's not the term but I I kind of said how period pieces like this especially this era don't really lend themselves to acting with dialogue and how it's a bit limiting. Yeah. Which isn't really a fault of the actors either, just by the way. It's definitely... Yeah. It's, it's like I'm not ripping on Timothy Chalamet because he was basically doing what he could yeah, yeah, with yeah. how he should present the line. It's the writing. I guess the, the facial acting and the reactions and stuff like that, that was a lot more impressive in this movie than the, than the dialogue. Particularly Ben Mendelsohn, scenes with Ben Mendelsohn, he's quite good in that as awesome. well. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I do have another question that's come to mind. Go. Does this have... Does this feel very much in the setting that it takes place? Or is this one of those sort of maybe uh, played with a little bit where people are using lingo that's ahead of the time? No. Or is that maybe why it is so sort of dry? It's yes. the fact that it is meant to be as legitimate to the period as possible and everyone's sort of very limited in A, language, and B, just sort of what they're used to with conversation. And um, 100%. Especially compared to recent stuff. I keep saying Game of Thrones because it comes to mind. But yeah, yeah. Um, the language in this movie, I, I doubt it's like completely accurate to the era, but it's definitely, it's definitely more accurate than those kind of shows. It shows the difference. And I think you're 100% correct. I think they were obviously really trying to devote as much as they possibly could to being like that era. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Instead of... Because there's got to be... Like, they can't have the same language. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. they'll be like, who would understand this? Because they're still marketing it to the popularity. Did you like that about it? Or would you, in hindsight, maybe have liked to have seen room for a little bit of play? Um, or do you think it, 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 it deserves to be more legitimate well, this, well, that's what they Well, that's what they were going for, if yeah. you know what I mean. So, it'd probably be weird if everything else was, like, the way it was and then they were talking different or... You know, if there was just one thing mm. that was different about it, I think it would be weirder. Yeah. So I think maybe it's probably best. Well, I don't mean in isolation, just their lingo, but perhaps like soundtrack or production design too, sort of maybe easing into a more nowadays feel or mm. something. But it would have felt it would have felt um, more original, I guess, if it did something like that. Mm. But um, yeah, I think I think for what he was trying to do, I guess you got to you got to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah for sure. Let's talk about things you don't like. <laughs> things right? I don't I think like. There so are some things. I came out of this movie, like overall enjoying it. Like it's a, it's a good movie. Yep. And then I started writing down thoughts, and what have you got? 
I definitely still like it, but I had a lot of things that I had, I guess, problems with. So out the gate, it was a bit dull. <laughs> yeah. A little bit vanilla. Yeah. And I think that's a sacrifice, I guess, the director knew he was taking. Yeah. With with the kind of the stuff he was talking about and the the era and stuff like that. He probably knew it was going to come off a little bit dull. Yeah. That's why I think probably the action scenes and stuff are a bit more interesting than I'd say everything else. Like, for example, something I didn't even talk about. I'm going back into things I like. But there's a couple of sword fights in this movie, like isolated sword fights. And I think we... The only way I can think of describing it is we talked about this a while ago when we talked about... Um, this is a really long time ago, this conversation I'm about to throw us back to. Ooh. But we talked about... What's the first the first Star Wars movie of the new... What's it called again? I had it as one of my favourite space movies a while ago. But, uh, oh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. And how one of your favorites? <laughs> yeah, big space movies. What's, what's, what's that one called? <laughs> but um, I remember one of the things that you said you liked, and I totally agreed at the time. So this is quite a throwback. Yeah. Um, you were saying how raw the lightsaber fighting was, and how it really just felt like two kids playing with like these really dangerous toys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's how it felt like the sword fighting was in this movie. Oh, awesome. Like they were kind of swinging and then like they'd stop and punch each other oh. and then they'd pick back up. It was good. It was really well... It felt really real. It was obviously choreographed that way, but it yeah, it felt... It felt like a fight. Yeah, yeah. Rather than a, a, a sword display. Yeah. yeah, and it felt very fluid as well. Like it just... It didn't... didn't wasn't jolty at all. Really felt like they were fighting each other. Awesome. This, yeah, yeah. So that was quite cool. But yeah, as I said... A lot of the story in this movie, pretty dull. Yeah. Where they're moving to a character's a little bit generic aside from um, Pattinson. Yeah. I Yeah. It didn't offer anything, any story um, elements or character elements where I was like, wow. Is it, uh, is it because the story is told through the king's perspective and because he's such a quiet or sort of restrained guy, it's boring? Or, is, or are we learning about um, the larger history at play through other characters or is it predominantly through... Uh, the king's perspective. It, I guess it's kind of through his perspective, so you kind of really only know his interactions and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, I can't believe I've gone through this whole podcast and I haven't mentioned one th- one key thing. That Whoa. I'm Joel Edgerton oh, is in this movie and Edgerton. he's amazing in this movie. Him and, him and Pattinson are up top for me. Okay, he's what's re- his character? He's really, really good. He's kind of um, uh, Timothy Chalamet's advisor. Like He's one of his close friends. And then he becomes king and then he turns Ooh. into an advisor and stuff like that. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, anyway. So it's spoilers anyway. Yeah, but, not uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's quite good. Not watching it tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> Pattinson and him are the, are the standouts and kind of the original. What, what felt original, I guess. Awesome. Yeah, but... Everyone check out The Gift by Joe Edgerton. It's a good movie. Great movie. Other things I have that I didn't like, obviously, were the, these are kind of things that are... They're there because of the first thing I said. Like, they're there because it's a bit dull. So, it drags at a few times. Sure. Doesn't take really a lot of risks. Sure. Which makes sense. But uh, one thing that I think is actually kind of probably the biggest slight on the movie. Yeah. Is that its emotional notes don't really hit very hard at all. Uh, Okay. Which is a bummer. So, obviously, it has kind of some character arcs. I guess you can consider the battle parts emotional, but I'm more talking about the relationships with characters. Yeah. There's a love interest. And it's a bit, it's a bit average. Yeah, kind of shoehorned a little bit, but I guess it kind of matters because it's that period. Like yeah. you have to have a love interest once <laughs> again. 
That's the thing. I just think, yeah, this movie is kind of um, handicapped by its by what it wants to be. It's really it's really hard. Like, obviously, this movie isn't the same if it goes out of its way to be different. Yeah. But, Do you mean hit from its historical events yeah. or just well, that it's not it has historic. to feel... The feel. Yeah. The feel. Obviously, it's it's really different if it doesn't cover that. It's a completely different movie. Yeah. But at the same time, that's kind of hurt a lot of points in the movie. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Did you did you see King Arthur? No, I didn't see it. Because um, that was a movie that uh, wasn't very good. How raw was that? But... How raw? Like, was it like... Well, the thing was, it was dirty, it was muddy, it was on the ground level. But the thing that I really actually appreciated, and I know that a lot of people had a problem with, but it's because of the reason you just said. It's like, we need stuff that's new every now and again. Yeah. And the thing I liked about King Arthur was these, I guess they were kind of outlaws, criminals... The whole movie, they're like, "All right, let's go, let's go kill King Arthur, yeah, let's go do it, eh?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's something original, yeah, um, yeah. And it kind of gave it, you know, it's like Goodfellas with knights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think maybe it should have had a little bit more, just? I think flair. So. Like, it's tough. Like, obviously, I've been battling <laughs> with this question like throughout this review, but I think maybe if it had something different, it would appeal to a few more people. But I guess that's more of a risk. Yeah. But I think you're actually gaining more trying stuff yeah. as opposed to just doing doing what's expected. You know I what think I mean? everyone's ready to see new things. Like yeah. even if it had like a modern soundtrack or something like that. that was, yeah, that was another... When I was saying the um, production design and the music, a lot of movies that do old stories, sometimes like Tarantino's done it, chuck in like a new hip-hop song or something yeah. like that. Is this like a very orchestral, like yeah. priests yeah. humming in, in chapels of yeah, the 16th yeah. century? Like, I think I don't want to see it to that scale. <laughs> I don't want to see king. it to like Quentin Tarantino, whatever the Tupac song he had in Django. <laughs> but I also just wanted it to be, I don't know, just a little bit more interesting because that kind of just added, not that there's anything wrong with that kind of music yeah, in yeah, isolation, yeah. but it doesn't add to the dullness. Like it doesn't, it doesn't not add to the dullness. Sorry, like this mm. is it's still a little bit weird. Um, that's all. That's all I got for don't like though. That's all I got. Okay. That's Should good. we do the little Oscars season? Absolutely. Uh, so, so this was tough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is tough. Um, I don't think Timothy Chalamet will get a shout. No. He might. He no. might, but I don't think he will. Timothy, know your place. Um, it might get one for adapted <laughs> screenplay because it's adapted of like a few books from that time. Uh, so it's okay. kind of maybe it'll be good formulated into maybe they'll think it's good because it's formulated into one it is quite an original story so yeah well original in a sense like not compared to what we've seen from the era but somewhat original like it felt a little bit fresh what about um pattinson or uh, mendelson potentially for supporting spoilers i don't think either of them are in it enough oh, okay so they pro- they probably probably won't mendelson really isn't in this movie very edgerton not again Nah, I enjoyed him. Yeah. I enjoyed his character, but it, it wasn't like he wasn't date like wasn't an acting takeover from him. It was just you know. Yeah. Um. So from what I'm gathering as an outsider, it sounds like the two closest categories for what it could shine in would be perhaps direction or yeah. um uh, production design. Yeah, maybe direction, just because it was so dedicated to that era. So mm. and he and he was pretty fundamental with it. Yeah. So maybe maybe he'll get it, but. I think maybe it probably adapted screenplay. I'd say if it was going to get a shout, I don't uh, think above t- production design. Uh, yeah, I just don't. Th- okay, it's really tough to judge production design mm. after we've seen a decade or maybe five years of stuff like it. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the, I guess the criterion would be, did it look different or did it really just kind of... It kind of just looked the same. Okay. Um, so, adapted screenplay. <laughs> Pro- that's probably... Maybe direct, Maybe you're right with direction because he bought, did what he was trying to do. Yeah. Whether or not that was... Do you know like if he a, wrote it? No, nah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That'd be interesting. But yeah. Should I get my rating? Absolutely. We didn't, we didn't do recommends on our last pod, but obviously it was pretty obvious. Yeah, that one's... Yeah, <laughs> we recommend The Irishman for anyone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're on the fence about it. <laughs> I would recommend this movie on Netflix. Yeah. It's on Netflix, so watch it on Netflix. Um, I think it's like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that. 2.20, I'm pretty sure, yeah. There's some pretty good performances. How Some... Somewhat interesting. And how would you rate this bad boy? How I'd you give rate it the a king? Six point five out of ten. Okay, yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. Yeah, isn't that's it? nice. Yeah, like I did. I, I. This is my problem when I review stuff. If it's like a seven, I tend to talk about things I don't like, only because that's the difference between it being a seven and an eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get it. So it's the same. It's the same with this. Like, there's there's things I did like about this movie, but. Yeah, it was it was close to being like a like a pretty good movie, but yeah. it just wasn't. Well, six point five out of ten is good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. And um, yeah, and watch this movie. Watch this movie. Go watch Timothy Chalamet's big movie before he has to go on his break. <laughs> Four movies there, take a break. Oh, put you me, <laughs> put you me. Uh, but let, how about let's tell everyone to watch it for Pattinson, definitely the boy Benny and the boy Joel. Yeah, and the Australian director who's that's it. His name is slipping. Support Australian cinema. Am he, I right, Luke? He, uh, yeah, he directed Animal Kingdom. That was his big break. Yes. Um, yeah, support Australian cinema and also support Netflix, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, better than Disney Plus. So you, overall, yeah, it's good. I think it's, I think that was a good episode, Luke. It's a good episode. I th- you wanted to try. Talking, talking to me about a movie. Yeah. You got my insights. I wanted to try talking about a movie. Mm. That was okay. <laughs> Everybody in the comments, let us know if you'd rather me host the show from now on. <laughs> I was thinking there's some radical changes I could make. You uh, guys. Oh, he's, he's cutting me off. He's, yeah, he, anyway, he's, you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to play off Oscar music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the walking stick over my neck from the, from the curtain. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Hushka. 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 Um, five star reviews, please. No honest reviews, as usual. <laughs> don't want to hear. Don't want to hear what you think. Wrong answers only. <laughs> and yeah, check us out. Leave leave us your comments on the king. The king. If you liked the king. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I always throw it to you. I've no, I've no idea what you're gonna say. <laughs>